All right, everybody, welcome back to another riveting episode of The Bundle of Hers. (laughs) So much sass. (laughs) We are riveting, though. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't joking. I think we're very interesting people. Hello, that's why we have a podcast. Am I right, ladies? Oh, yeah. You right. You right. Thank you. Thank you. Um, So today we are going to have a reflection of sorts. Um, So in one year, we've gone through some major events including we've taken step one and we've started our clerkships and we're halfway through third year. So I want to talk about all the things that have happened in 2018, seeing that it's coming coming to a close. So it's good to uh, reflect on things. I can tell you're on psych right now. It is very psych-like. Oh, my gosh. I thought that was intentional. It was not. It this just, is going to make Jackson would be so proud of you. It just seeps into your pores. You're just in the environment <laughs> thinking all the time about everything. And so now I'm a psychiatrist for the next five weeks at least. So one thing I've learned is that we are truly dynamic people and we change every day and we learn new things. And I kind of want to talk about all of those little changes that we've made throughout the year. So in the spirit of reflection and change that comes with the new year, my first question is, do you guys ever like set uh, goals at the beginning of every year? I used to, Uh but then I realized like usually by February you've forgotten it and it's just like a thing everybody does. So now I kind of set little goals throughout the year. I don't make it like a one-time big thing on New Year's. Is it like time constrained or is it like an overarching thing? Um, I usually don't put a time limit on it. I think that's better, honestly. Just little things that I want to do and then hopefully I do them. Usually I have like a little notebook that I write them in with like check boxes and then I forget about the notebook for you know, a couple months and then I find it, you know, under some papers. And then I look at that list and I'm like, oh, hey, look, I've done this and this and this. It feels good to check some of those boxes off. Right. So it's kind of like I set them and they go into my subconscious Mm -hmm. and then somehow I achieve them. I don't know. I'm like the total opposite. I don't think I'm a conventional goal setter. What that means to me is basically like I don't write things down like, oh, I want to work on this or I want to work on this. I kind of just to make mental notes. And now actually I think about it. I think I am a goal setter, but my goals are very, um, they're bigger overarching goals, Mm -hmm. like grow every day. Um, What does that mean to you, grow every day? It means learn something new, challenge your own thinking Mm -hmm. um, at least once a day. Oh, I thought about this in this way. Why do I think about that that way, you know? But when you ask me that question, I'm like, only like a person who actually writes down goals would ask that question. So, Bushra, I'm going to come back to you. Are you? Come at me, bro. (laughs) So do you Um, actually set goals? So I'm not the type of person to like write things down, but I always go into the new year with um, a couple of things that I like have. I put out into the ether of things that I want to do that year. For example, this year was to make sure that my sanity was intact during step one and after it. Another thing is to really like delve into clerkships as if I'm going to go into whatever field I'm going into so that I can put all of my effort into it, regardless of whether I'm interested in it. I act like I'm interested in it because it's very easy to have your mind set on one thing 
Yeah. And so be so like in the zone and have your like, what is it called? Shutters? Blinders. Blinders on towards that one goal that you miss out on a whole bunch of opportunities. And then the other thing is I also set like personal goals, things that I want to like accomplish for a given year. And so my goal this year was to actively try and see my friends on a weekly basis. I am a, such a homebody. I think all of you guys could mm-hmm. attest to that. And I love just like being by myself a lot. And I'm like, okay, you need to go out and socialize with the world at least a little bit. Like I miss you guys and I want to see you guys and I want to hear all of your funny and fun stories. Me too. And stuff like that. And so, I, and then I tend to like appreciate that time that we spend together a lot mm-hmm. more because it's like few and far between. Okay, Lean, I'm looking at you. I mean, every year I go through the same phase over New Year's. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think New Year's Eve freaks me out because I think too much about the semantics. I'm like, so at like 11.59, all of a sudden <laughs> something happens and it's like big. Okay, this year we're going to be a little bit less weird. But then that kind of falls through the cracks. What does that? Okay, you have to elaborate on you're going to be a little less weird. weird. Literally, it's been my goal since like first grade. I don't know. You're, Every year. Yeah, you're, you're unique. Weird. Oh, I know. And then like, can I say something? Your weirdness is so cool. <laughs> Let me tell you. Okay. She doesn't need a pep talk. Go ahead, I'm not and giving then, you a pep talk. Rude. Oh, well, it felt like rude. <laughs> That's usually how your pep talks start. Okay, Lean, finish your thought. And then I don't know. And then like the third day comes and I like have an awkward social situation. I'm like, screw it. <laughs> it's fine. You're going to do you boo. Go day by day. There's a big goal I'm achieving. That's enough to cover all the goals for my life. And that big goal is? Um, to be a doctor to bring the change I want to see. Okay. Yeah, I know. Dope. That's why we're a, here. That's a great <laughs> goal. Honestly, like the only actual like goal I've ever set out, like I said, oh, I'm going to do this is I want to be get into med school. Now after that, I'm like, now what do I do? <laughs> <laughs> I got in. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You get in and, and then you set new goals, no? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Weren't we just talking about how you want to be a leader and make change? Oh, yeah. As a doctor. That's true. Your, I think your life goal should be um, meeting Oprah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Actually, I do. That's another one. Busha remembers. I want to meet Oprah Winfrey. That's my goal. Oprah, if you out here listening to the bundle of hers, hit us up. We out here. Uh, <laughs> our Instagram is at bundle of hers. <laughs> Please drop us a message. Okay, so my next big question for y'all is, what changes have you seen in yourself this year? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you have you have a pretty interesting reaction there, Lean. I don't know. So it starts out, you know, January 2018, we're all like, hey, step is coming up. We're all going to be antisocial and board ourselves up in our room and study, and that never happened. And then step comes, and then it's like, everybody's super stressed. And then all of a sudden you hit step, and then it's like, oh, everyone's really relaxed. And then you hit your first clerkship, right? And then you're like, oh, you know. (laughs) But I think I've noticed recently, and it's kind of been bugging me, actually, and it's recently as in starting of clerkships. Someone told me a long time ago before I started clerkships was, oh, I can't wait for you to be jaded, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's like always in the back of my mind, like, okay, that's my goal. I'm not going to be jaded. I'm not going to be jaded, right? And then as you go through clerkships and you just kind of get pounded on (laughs) emotionally and it's kind of you start becoming a little bit jaded and then you notice it in yourself and it's starting to freak you out a bit. So that's kind of like that's going to be my new goal. Actually, I was thinking, I guess it is for the new years, but I'm also going to start trying harder to implement it as I go is 
get out of that jadedness and, you know, loss of emotionality mm-hmm. and try to bring back who you were before med school and your passion towards it. Mm-hmm. The passion's there, but I think personality wise, we're just really exhausted. Right. It was so embarrassing. Yesterday, I was supposed to take a paper to my patient that had resources for parenting on it. And I turned to my attending. I'm like, listen, I don't I can't relate to this. And she's like, just do it. So I was like, OK. So I walk in there and then I walk out. My attending walks in later. And, you know, the patient's like, your student called me a bad parent. You know, why and exactly? And then I like I paused for a second. I'm like, where did my like sensitivity kind of come? You know, like I just handed her this paper that says yeah. here's some parenting classes. And you almost like forget that that's not who you really are. Right. Yeah. You, that's not who I am is to go tell someone that. Yeah. So that I, I like really set the goal. I'm like, okay, well, catch yourself lean. Like you're becoming jaded. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I've noticed since third year started and grades and evaluations are usually not what you expect. Yeah. And so I think I've now I've noticed in myself that I'm very jaded about, oh, that attending is giving me a compliment. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, but they don't mean it like on paper. I'm like, oh, we'll see what you say on papers, which is I yeah, feel awful no, because it's like exactly. you want to feel gracious and receiving a compliment. And it feels really nice to have verbal positive feedback. Mm-hmm. But I feel this struggle of like not believing it, even right. though like I'm sure that person's intent is 100 percent positive. Right. I just feel like I'm not hearing those positive feedbacks anymore because now I have this mindset of like, I'm just going to get straight twos, which is like average for our grading system here. And there's nothing I can do about it. So whatever, I'm just not going to care. But the flip side of having that new perspective is like, I am just quote unquote living my best life. I'm like, I'm doing the best that I can do. And I don't care about the number because it's probably not going to be what I want, but at least I'm being, I'm happy Mm. doing what I'm doing now. So that's, I guess, the way I'm trying to overcome the being jaded about grades. And so when I do get verbal feedback, I try really hard to just like let that sit positively and not have my mind go straight to the grades. But that is definitely a change I've seen in myself. I think we all subconsciously are like thinking about our evaluations and like, what does my attending think of me? What does the resident think of me? Those thoughts race through your mind. And I didn't really notice it in my first rotation, but after that, I really started noticing it. I just kind of started thinking to myself, the reason why I put so much like thought into, oh, what are my my evaluations going to look like is because there's been like an emphasis put on it since day one, I feel like. Um, and so you're always like, okay, I need to honors everything. I need to get a f- straight fours, which is the best that you can get. But I think recently I've taken kind of the same attitude as you, Margot. As long as I pass, did the best that I can, and I learned, that's the best that I can hope for. I think with grading being subjective, I can't control how another person is going to interpret me or my skill sets. And it's a waste of energy to even try to think about it or try to make yourself seem like you're like the best student ever and I think it's emotionally taxing too I just don't think it's worth the mental capacity to think about that all the time of course it's going to run through your mind you're a medical student it's never not going to run through your mind but I think your time is better spent elsewhere um one thing I have been struggling with this year making sure I do things that I want to do every day because I feel like no matter what rotation you're on, you're always going to feel exhausted at the end of the day. You just go home and you don't want to do anything. You don't want to study. You just like are like, okay, I'm done for the day. And this is like the first rotation that I actually haven't felt that. And we're halfway through third year. 
I think from now on, I'm just going to like, I'm going to try to kind of get out of that. Like, I feel like it's a funk. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. For me this year, I don't know why, but it's been very like transformative for me. I used to have those thoughts of grades and I think I've told you guys this a million times when I did bioengineering, I used to like calculate everything. I'm like, if I get this on the test, then I'll get this. I was like intense. <laughs> I'm intense now too. But if you would have met me back in the day, I was like way intense on grades. And I think one thing I've seen a change in me, which I'm really proud of is I think I tried to get away from that when I started med school. But it's like that bad habit that won't go away. I still think to some extent, first and second year, I had that in me, like bringing myself down because I didn't do, you know, as good as I thought. So after taking step one, I think I stopped chasing numbers because to me, it's that I want to be a good doctor. I don't care how people evaluate me. If I'm passionate about something, I will get it. That's something I have been saying for years, but I think this year is the first time I'm actually believing it Mm -hmm. because there's a difference between this is what I'm going to believe. This is what I'm going to believe, but I actually feel it now. Just in general, this year has been really, really positive for me because I think I'm becoming who I want to be. I'm trying to live my truth and I've been pretty happy in that sense because I'm done with believing what people want to believe for me. I want to believe what I want to believe for myself. I agree with that, Harjeet. I think one of the biggest lessons I've learned this year is self-affirmation. Finding those positive things that I was like, oh, I did that with that patient. And I think that was a really good thing that I did. Or I adapted to that patient interview really well. Even if nobody else is telling me that, I still have those thoughts pop up into my head. And I think a lot of tendency is to like shove those back and be like, don't be cocky, but is to let that come forward. Right. And let it like make shine. you feel good. Yeah. Yeah. And to make yourself feel better. And Margo, like, I don't know. It's like, no, that's actually oh, like, that's spot yeah. on. I think that's so great because what that does for you is we're all going to, we're different people. So we're all going to be different types mm-hmm. of doctors. Right. You are finding those qualities that will make you a good doctor. Remembering all the good things you, you do is just as, important as remembering all the bad our focus should be both yeah there were several times in when i was on psych interviewing a patient where i asked something awkwardly Mm. and then afterwards instead of beating myself up over it or like letting the attending tell me like that wasn't so great i would you know think about how i would ask it differently or how i would do it better next time and kind of make it positive i like your outlook on that because one thing that we forget as med students is even your failures you can grow from that. You know what I mean? We all know we're not, we have imperfections, but to be able to pinpoint exactly where they are and then try to make it better, like that's like a huge thing. And like, that's a whole point of third year. And that's why the numbers don't matter, right? Because numbers, even if you fail the numbers, they're not going to teach you anything. What's really going to help you learn from your failures is actual feedback and experiences, right? And so I think that's a big frustrating thing about third year too, right? It's, Sometimes you don't feel like you have the room to fail because the numbers are going to come back at mm. you. Um, but I know the the moments I've failed the most, I've definitely learned the most. And I feel like I've been able to step up and do even better from then. Mm-hmm. So good point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was really cute. <laughs> um, so Margo talked about her biggest lesson that she learned this year. What are y'all's, Harjeet and Lean? I have to go to a deep place. 
<laughs> you know, thinking about what do you want? What what are you getting out of this? And honestly, like I go into every rotation the same way. From this rotation, I want to learn X, Y, and Z. These are things that I want to improve on, right? Not, again, check boxes. So I think the biggest lesson that I've learned is no one's going to think for you. Mm-hmm. Like you have to think for yourself. You have to put yourself in the center sometimes and ask for things. So when attendings are like, do you want to do this? I'm like, yes, because I want that power to ask for things. I think a lot of people in this world don't have the power to ask. I'm grateful I have a choice Mm -hmm. and I want to utilize that. Lean. I think one of the biggest lessons I've learned this year is that no piece of information is not worth learning. So first and second year, there was a lot of, you know, things that were like, oh, we don't, it's so small. We don't need to memorize that. Oh, it's not going to be on the test. It's not going to be on the test. We can pass without that information. And then it comes up and it haunts you, right? (laughs) And then you're sitting there and you're like, I remember the lecture. I remember the lecturer. I remember the slide, but there's this little box and I, ah, what is it? You know? And, and I think that hurts the most is like your patient is here waiting for you to benefit from that information and you just didn't study it. And I think that really, I don't know, that bugs me a lot. Oh my gosh. Like (laughs) I shouldn't have neglected that, but I got through med school without it, you know? Yeah. And then now I hear some of our younger colleagues, younger colleagues, that's not the right word, colleagues in, le- in the lower. Underclassmen. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> They're not younger. I'm anyway. <laughs> like underclassmen. Like I'm, yeah, underclassmen. And, you know, they'll say, oh, it's it's not in first aid. I don't need to know that. And I just like, cringe. Big mistake. I cringe. I'm Learn like, yeah, it. but that's not what matters. Because in third year, you're thrown in front of the patient and you're now taking the history and you're doing the physical exam and you're doing diagnostics mm-hmm. and then you'll be put on the spot. And then you realize the steps that, oh, my gosh, I'm becoming a physician, you know, and nobody's going to back me up like, yeah, I'm a student now and I have backup. But that's not going to happen in a year and a half. Well, maybe I don't know. Residents might have backup. But my point is <laughs> it's coming, right? Yeah. So that's kind of the biggest lesson I've learned this year. It's like even if it's something that I find so significant, I'm like trying to learn it. I think that you can't learn everything all at once either oh absolutely and to be kind to yourself if there's something you don't know and so i think unless you're using it every day it doesn't always stick it's but i like get what you're self-encouraging kind of thing so yeah. you stay motivated to keep learning because it's hard to be in a lifelong learning career right right it gets exhausting and boosts you up a little right bit more, so like your point is that you recognize why the information is important now there's a purpose right. to what yeah. you were supposed to study in the first and second year but that purpose wasn't transparent at the time of those lectures and stuff. And so now it's kind of cool to see why and how everything we were learning is useful. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. We're going to be doctors one day. It's terrifying. <laughs> a year and a half. Uh, we're we're going to have our own And Lean's going to be an OB. This is my oh, prediction. Turn of events. <laughs> um, so the biggest lesson that I have learned this year is to take what my fellow awesome classmates say on their experiences on a particular rotation with a grain of salt. Um, What I learned is that every med student's experience is different because we are all different people. And while there may be certain attendings that have certain reputations, it doesn't necessarily mean that you'll have the same experience. Maybe they just didn't gel well or they were having a bad time Or maybe it'll be exactly the same. But I think to come in with a preconceived notion about a service or about an attending 
does a disservice to you. I completely agree with that. And like you said, if you put blinders on yourself, like judgments put blinders Mm -hmm. and you're losing all the opportunities from learning from an individual. So 100% agree with that. Also 100%. And I don't even ask people about this attending or that attending. Like, I know we talked about a little bit earlier, but I think it was more of like a shared experience. Like he was doing this with me. Was he doing that with you? Um, But I know a lot of students will be like, oh, I have this attending. Do they grade well? And that's the other thing that really bothers me is like, how do they grade? As if an attending grades everyone the same. That just like blows my mind. I don't know. I'm just going to put that out there. You shouldn't ask out there. (laughs) It shouldn't be your first priority (laughs) and be like, I don't think that like Busher was saying, it's very dependent on A, your performance as a student and B, your relationship that you had and the rapport that you had with that attending on that service. It's not like that. Yeah. Anyways, that's my rant. Even if they are notoriously known for being tough, take that challenge on yourself to be like, I'm going to be the person that cracks that code. You know what I mean? How like much of a badass can you be to be like, oh, this notorious attending loves me? That's kind of, I don't know. I would brag a little bit. (laughs) I mean, you have. (laughs) Do you think that all of our goals are going to be career-centered? I think it is. mine. Yeah, this is a big year. I know. Is mine supposed to be career-centered? No, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be. Oh, be more badass. I was just wondering. Okay, mine. Oh, be Katniss. Maybe it is. (laughs) Okay, well, can you say the last goal? Future goals, go. 2019. Specific. I haven't I haven't actually had the time to think about goals yet. That's fine. I just haven't had Christmas break. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas break is when I usually think <laughs> when I usually think about these. <laughs> You're just a mess today. Fair, fair enough. You're fair taking enough. my job. Thanks. I'll let you know right. when that happens. I'll go because y'all can't get your shit <laughs> we, together. We need a space space and time and thinking. <laughs> my goal that I just thought of right now is to pick a specialty that is well thought out in my head to make me happy. And that didn't, that sentence was not well thought out in the way it came out of my mouth. <laughs> it's a work in progress. I like it. It makes sense. <laughs> so what is your goal again? <laughs> Sorry, I missed it. Yes, I agree. I my goal is for 2019, since we will be interviewing and picking a career choice, which is very scary, is to pick not based just on emotion, but to like actually evaluate and think about what is going to make me happy, not what is going to make the people around me happy, not what I think will give me a good image, but what will truly make me happy. And so I think my goal for the next couple months is to sit and evaluate what those values are for me in my future career. Here, here. So my goal for 2019 is to um, nail down a specialty, number one. And I also want to be bold enough to go for uh, programs that I think otherwise I would have probably thought that were like way too out there for me. For med school, I didn't want to leave Utah because this is all I've ever known and I wasn't comfortable with that. I think finally now I'm more comfortable with leaving the environment that I've been around for my entire life and to kind of explore the rest of the country and to be by myself for the first time ever. Um, And I think there is a lot of growth to be had there. And so that's the goal, to go out for programs that um, I wouldn't have otherwise 
I love it, Bushra. I have a goal. Okay. Let's hear it. Okay, this is going to be a really hard one because you all know me. I want to be an independent decision maker. That's oh my, my goal God, for that's 2019. Oh my God, that's such a good goal for you. Yeah, I can't decide what food to eat, so I make everyone else decide for me. <laughs> okay, we're, we have it recorded, so next time you make us choose, we're going to play it back to you. And that's, I guess this is kind of a career goal, too, because it'll help me figure out what I want mm. for me. I like it. And last but not least, Lean Somehow. So I think my goal for 2019 will be to be more assertive, be more confident, especially in clinics. I'm always worried I'm going to do the wrong thing, type the wrong thing on Epic. I'm like scared of the systems. <laughs> EMR scare me. <laughs> so in general, be more badass. That's what I'm going for. I love it. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening in to our conversation about 2018 and how we plan on growing next year. Um, just an FYI for y'all. This is going to be the last episode of 2018. So we will see y'all next year. Um, and until next time, bye bye. Unless the clock doesn't turn to 2019. Oh my God. <laughs> You're so weirdly. You guys well, you apop- scared apop- me. Apocalypse? 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 I can't say the word. Acopolis. But don't say it. Apoc- Just stop. Apopolis. <laughs> I didn't know I couldn't say this word. I read it all the time. Oh, Acopolis. What are we going to do with her? <laughs>